It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? There's a weird voice that I just heard in there. What? Hang on a second. Welcome yeah, in. It has some culture and some uh, seasoning. <laughs> Unlike me, who when I'm in New Orleans, I say, "Excuse me, sir, may I have one of your poor boy sandwiches?" Poor boy. <laughs> Did you really say that? No, I didn't say that. Oh. It's a common joke, Brandon. Uh, uh, episode number 100 of Jobbing Out, as in 100% of us are here this week! Yay! <laughs> Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton, Aaron Oster, and... The main event. Band. 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 That's enough. Alright, that's enough for the week. AJ Francis, a.k.a. Frank Huhada. Nah, nah, nah. That's our guy. He's back uh, for Rumble Week as uh, we kick off the season. Um, we're going to make our picks. I guess we start generically. Like, Can we talk about anything? Can we talk about you like hanging out with Messi? Like, can we talk about anything at all? Is there anything we can talk about? Yeah, you can talk about, I mean, you can talk about all that. You can talk about, um, I mean, I just uh, don't like to give people free promo, you know? So, all right, all right, all right. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying. It, it, whatever they paid for, you know the the whole. Yeah, it was cool to. Um, you know, uh, I was approached because, and the funny thing is, it's like it actually had absolutely nothing to do with wrestling. It reminded me of my own uh, star power before I got to WWE um, because they were looking for uh, you know people that were like recognizable in Southern Florida. Because it was uh, obviously with the Hard Rock Casino, um, and uh, it was you know like all my stuff was like former Miami Dolphin. I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> um, you, uh, you, how many times? How many times did you have to take a hamburger to the head while you were uh, literally? Uh, you know me, man. Like. People think this wrestling thing is uh, is a gimmick, man. I'm one take Jake. I took, I did. The funny thing was, they gave me, they gave me uh, three burgers. Well, really, they gave me five burgers, but I used two of them for like the, uh, the like the biting into the burger gimmick, yeah. right? And then I used the other three all one take. Uh, one with me doing a free kick, which never made the internet. One with me. Uh, doing a volley kick, which never made the internet, and then another of the header, you know, it's and perfect. Uh, it's it was perfect. Because, it was funny because they were like, uh, you know, the other ones they they look great and they're funny, but you know, we don't want people to see, uh, you know, you kicking the burger. And I was like, but I headed the burger. <laughs> How is that different? <laughs> and it's all over. Head versus head. foot. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, whatever. Oh, that's funny, man! It's uh, dude. It was hilarious. I mean, it was it was extraordinarily funny. It was well. So, did they just sort of give you the freedom to say, "Here are some burgers. Do what you want to do with them." Uh, I came with the idea because you okay. know I'm a huge soccer fan. Yep. Um. So I came with the idea about uh, doing it because I was there. Like every other every other person that was uh, working there was like 
they were like uh, like foodie review people, you know. So they were like showing them how they make the burger, and uh, you know how good it looks while it's prepared, and you know cutting it in half and opening it in front of the camera so you can see. Basically, I stole all these techniques for me to be able to do the same thing, and later I saw how they do it. I was like, oh, I can do that, <laughs> but <laughs> but I was like, nah. I'm gonna kick the shit out. <laughs> oh, it's tremendous. That is tremendous. All right. A- anything anything else we can or cannot talk about at the moment? I'm hoping you'll tell me the parts that we cannot talk about, and then we'll have to edit them, and then I'll be really mad. <laughs> uh, you know, there are a lot of things that are, are coming down the pipeline right now. Um that I am, you know, waiting out. Uh, to see how they play out. But uh, as of right now, you know, I like to keep the information close to the chest. You feel what I'm talking about? Bro, I mean, I ain't trying to, I ain't going to force anything out. I was just going to be really mad when you, uh, we, we will do this. Despite the fact that your, you know, your, your, your employer has changed, you, we still have to do the segment. Well, to be clear, uh, I was always a independent contractor. Oh, sorry. Employer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. True. That's right. That's, true. Pro- That's a good point. It's still the same. All right. Uh, Hang on a second. It's you. It's, it's, yeah, the employee. <laughs> Correct. You remain the employee of the week every week. <laughs> every week. I'm the employee of the week. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> and now it's time for AJ's life is different than yours. And now here to tell you how his life is different than yours is AJ. So in two weekends, uh, me and my professional FIFA Pro Club team are having our first ever it's a sentence. club. <laughs> our, first, our first ever uh, club meetup where we will be in South Florida, yeah. um, partying and 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 playing in a uh, in a face to face FIFA tournament for the first time ever as a group. I will also be delivering them um, the guys who I have not seen since we got them our world championship rings that we got this year. Um, it is a lot of fun, and it's uh, a team. We're called Whole Lot of FC. Uh, we change our team theme every year. Last year we were Los Muertos FC. So the way Pro Clubs works is instead of you know you play FIFA instead of it being like me versus you, Glenn. Yeah. Imagine all of us on the same team. I'm at center midfield. You're right. at the striker. Aaron's at the left wing. Brandon's in goal. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Everybody has their role on the team, and we play together. I used to, by the way, I used to play a lot of FIFA. I was the only thing I ever did was drive down the right flank and attempt to cross it in. That was literally all I ever had as a skill. Well, it would be very easy for us to beat your ass. If you yeah, probably that. the but, case. Yeah. Well, yes, a pro team. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> the case. Um, so. Uh, Last year we won six Division One championships, um, so we are a six-time world champions, and um, we, uh, you know, that was the first year we ever won D1 titles, and we've been a team now for uh, five years, and um, so you know that was a really big thing. We're going to celebrate together. Um, so yeah, my professional and that the my professional FIFA Pro Club team that I am the owner and captain of. Uh, we'll be having a party weekend in uh, Miami in two weeks. Why so not? why know, not? Just putting that, yeah, putting that together. And, uh, we we uh, running well, out it, of six. AJ, we uh, asked you to tell you tell us how your life was different than ours. We, we <laughs> all we're all 
<laughs> Aaron, when's our uh, a celebration party in Miami for our FIFA championship? That's that's coming up in April, right? A- April, for, April, yeah. yeah. Um, now, yeah, here's we, a question. you know, we rented out a we rented out a sixteen bedroom house. So it'll be oh, yeah, yeah, sure, right? Of course, I mean that that old story. <laughs> <laughs> if you were giving someone your resume right now, would professional FIFA player be on top? Uh, professional uh, gamer is on my resume. Um, and, uh, it's so is social media influencer because, you know, the kids got almost 300,000 followers. So, you know, you know, there's a lot of influence. We're, in there. Very, we're very similar in that way. Just take a couple of zeros off and we're almost at the exact same number, <laughs> almost the exact same. Ah, my, all right, there we go. That was AJ's life is different than yours. It's our segment that we do whenever he's back with us. Also, I woke up today at 1.30 p.m., so that's another way. <laughs> Did you only wake up because we told you we were recording at 2 o'clock? Is that the only? I woke up at uh, 10 o'clock to let Gunna out to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And then I went back to sleep until 1.30 <laughs> so that I could talk to you guys. <laughs> By the way, at 2 o'clock, I said, AJ, you ready? He said, I'm brushing my teeth. And we actually <laughs> were, hang on a second, we were having a debate amongst ourselves as to why you would have been brushing your teeth at 2 o'clock, right? We were like... <laughs> What would have led to the case? Now, I had a theory that was much different than you were just waking up. I had a theory that involved something else entirely, and I think you could use your imagination and yes. get to where we might have been. A lovely young lass. Yes, something like that. But a very specific thing that might have been happening. That I was, you. you know, yeah, I'm, I'm picking up what you put Yeah, down. I figured that was the case. As it turns out, no, just when you woke up. That's what the answer actually was. All right, so we're going to make our Rumble picks. Um, and Aaron will remind me how we do this. But I guess before we do that, AJ, how how much do you know as you make these picks, right? Like how much? The entirety of my current WWE knowledge is based on the clips that people have sent to me or things that I happen to come across on social media. I haven't actually watched any wrestling uh, since uh the old oh so but, so you don't know about what's been going on i mean i oh ah. i've seen oh. twitter and stuff oh wait a second but wait a second like hang on I'm but on like social media and people love sharing clips of things that have happened yeah so like um so what did you think about it when they finally gave our truth the belt what did that mean <laughs> to you? we didn't even get to talk about it it was a I huge know. moment uh, last time i last time i checked they've given the belt that they would have given him they've given him uh, I think, like, 78 uh, times <laughs> <laughs> i was trying i was hoping the boys were going to play along with that and they did not bite whatsoever i mean i was I really loved, i would have <laughs> loved if uh, the thing is like i think you forget that like I know these people now. I know so that's they, true, but I still thought that like so if maybe would have won for even if our truth would have won like the obvi- intercontinental yes, title. Obviously. There's no way. There's <laughs> the no way. You I, have to have a match for the intercontinental title to win it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, there's no way I wouldn't know. All that right, that so happened. let let's throw out a couple things and see if you actually saw them or not. All right, just okay. just so we know. So, like, are you aware that they're doing a bit where Austin Theory is like Vince McMahon's son? Yes, I have seen that. I, I saw the clip where he sl- where Vince slapped him in the face. Okay, so you're you're aware of that. You know that's going on, for example. Yes, I did uh, not know that it was a, he's his son gimmick. It's not his son, but like it's a son. weird. It's just a weird. Protégé yeah, whatever, sort of whatever it is. Yeah, I've seen I've seen like bits of that. Yes, I've seen it on the internet. Are, are you familiar that um, like uh, Nikki and Rhea had a breakup? 
Like yes, they're, they're I, no am, I am familiar with that, and I was actually, because I saw the clip, I was actually shocked that Nikki was the one that Yeah, kinda... really weird bit. Really yeah. weird bit. Where... Did, did you know that freaking is a, is officially part of Seth Rollins' name? He is it's not true. Seth it's Rollins. Freaking. Freaking. Seth freaking Rollins. Is that a is that a true thing? It's, yeah, that is, it's his that actual is that's his actual character name now, right? No, like, you know what? Wait, 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 guys, we're missing an opportunity here. We need to do a bit called WWE or fake. this is this is I love Brandon. This was what I was doing. We didn't have to say that part. The next thing no. I was going to say was going to be, right. and what did you think about the Godfather coming back to manage Otis <laughs> and Chad Gable in the Alpha Academy? Like again. <laughs> I was really hoping you guys were going to pick up on that, but well, we needed to go. I feel I felt like you, you said to real it. stuff. Next, I mean, next like, yes, because yeah. you throw out a few real things to lay the yeah. trap, Brandon. Two truths and a lie. You ever been in a parlor? Ever played a game? <laughs> Two truths and a lie. But I do like yeah, how you believe parlor? me on the Seth freaking Rollins one. <laughs> Quick question: uh, is, is have you ever been in a parlor? I don't even is know technically what a parlor is. I'm being <laughs> completely honest with you. Whenever I the say charcuterie board, moment. This, yeah, yeah right. oh, this, this is a real bit. Like, real. I don't care what anyone says. That word is fake. You're you're an a hole. Charcuterie is amazing. So on Wednesdays on my oh, show, it's amazing. Yeah. cheese plates are amazing. Yes, a thousand percent. Sure. We play Would You Rather Wednesday on my show, right? And inevitably, you throw out this absurd Would You Rather scenario. And you get back from the idiots that listen to sports radio. That's not realistic. That would never happen. Go screw you a-hole. It's called Would You Rather. It's a parlor game that's existed for centuries. It's a centuries-old yeah. game, right? Yeah, I mean, and, literally centuries. And so. every time but I say that. Where is the parlor where you play this And game? that is a fair question, Brandon, because admittedly, <laughs> I'm not sure why they're called parlor games. I have no idea. Probably because they started in the parlors in the 1800s when yeah. I wouldn't have been they allowed. They used to be played in the parlors, but and now they're But what was not. the parlor? Like, what part of the home was where you found the no, parlor? The parlor, is, the parlor is, the, is like what they used to call the bars. A bar was a like yeah, legitimate real like it's like this. So you had the living room. You know, you ever seen old? You ever seen? Oh, I got this one, Aaron. You ever right. seen? You ever seen an old western? Yeah, sure. The saloon. And, yeah, and there's there's the guy that comes in from out of town. Nobody knows, and the music stops when he walks through the swinging door. And then everybody takes a look at him real quick, and then he walks up to the counter and buys a beer. Uh, by the way, stops. I believe this is cultural appropriation, and you're going to need to apologize. As a white person, I'm very offended by what it is that you're doing. <laughs> I would like to point out black people were cowboys first. So. Um, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm, I asked why do they call them parlor games? That's what I'm searching for. Well, right a parlor so is, I, is a sitting room in a private house. Yeah. Or a room in a public building for receiving guests. So that makes sense. But who has one of those? Who just has a sitting room? Well, well this is like obviously it's an old time. Well, yeah. to be fair, I or well, you want to play another How's My Life Different Than oh, She has a parlor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So So when you walk in my house, you walk past uh, the the area where you can play you can watch TV, watch cable, do all that. Well, first of all, I have cable all throughout my house. That's another way that I'm different than my life's different than a lot of people. But um, you walk when you first walk in my house. There's a, a station where you can play PlayStation Five on the the TV, right? And uh, you can also stream there if you'd like, whatever you want to do there. And then you walk through that room into the kitchen. And then when you walk 
past the kitchen, you walk into where the area where you can play Xbox Series X and stream and, and play the kitchen. I truly love so, the fact that you have a, a PlayStation room games. and an Xbox room. I really <laughs> love that. I need you to know that. I genuinely love the fact that that's a thing. I can't wait that we were like, uh, no, we don't want to get in that hot tub. We're going to get in the other hot tub. <laughs> is your Nintendo Switch room upstairs? Yeah. My Nintendo Switch room is actually the same room as the PlayStation room. It's oh. so, you know, oh, what, are, what are you, a poor... What? <laughs> I'm still working on the I'm still working on the third gaming room, but uh, you know it's a working project. You know, I, it was either you know recording studio or third gaming room, so you know I went, okay, went with the recording studio. <laughs> need a need a few more. All right, never mind. I'm leaving this. <laughs> you ever see? You ever see? Uh, you ever? See, oh, well, of course you saw when I uh, when I did the sneaker disc song where I was shooting the video is my recording studio in my house. Oh, that was at your recording. Oh, that's cool. That's very and, cool. That was literally so the plaques on the wall that you see in the back of the video are mine that's so. very nice very very nice man you know by the way we had uh uh there you know who was saying all sorts of great things about you and that really bothered me last week uh was your boy mark henry was on uh saying some really really great things about you and it really pissed me off uh, i mean mark mark knows great when he sees it, you yeah. know what I'm saying me and mark are cool you know i uh I uh, was it. I've been in. Oh, you want to know another way my life's different than yours? Uh, hang on a second. <clears throat> it's time for part two of AJ's life is still different than yours. Now to tell us how his life is still different than yours is AJ. Uh, last, uh, I finished like second to last this year in Mark Henry's fantasy football league. You suck, uh, God, you suck, loser. <laughs> um, uh, last the year before. My first year in the league, because this is my second year in the league. The year before, I, you know, I lost in the in the semifinals, so it was definitely a uh, downgraded season for the kid. Oh wow! What? Who else is in that league, by the way? Anybody else that we might? Uh, a couple people you might have heard of. Yeah, anybody at all? Yeah, like Kingston. Have you heard of him? Who? <laughs> Who's that? Former. Uh, I believe he made. A, I believe he was one of the main events of WrestleMania. No. Oh, we, Wait, did you say together Sid? in New York? Oh, oh, Kofi Kingston, huh? Oh, well, oh, I'm Kofi sure he's. Kingston. I'm sure he's nice. He seems like a, a swell fella. <laughs> How did you know? Is he good at fantasy football? He's a, he's a member of the. He's a member of the. Uh, the New Day. Have oh. you heard of them? Oh, is that a football new, team? New, yeah. <laughs> is that, wait, wait, is that one of your? One to be of your, honest, the New Day would be a pretty cool football. Hang on, team. is that one of your FIFA gangs? Is that what that is? <laughs> it is the gang. Only the squad. Only the gang, 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 gang. As the prophet Lil TJ once said. Oh my God! All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Aaron, remind me how it is that we do Rumble Picks. Well, so we normally do it where we kind of we do our picks and then we do the, you know, who's going to be there. But we know like 25 people in each of the Rumbles. So, so you want to just do two surprises then for each Rumble? Because sure, I feel like we've done do five that. in the past. I feel like in the past we've done five yeah. surprises. I think there's still eight blanks in the men's, and I think there's... Well, we, but also, uh, in Aaron, uh, Andrew, or Andrew, who, who's Andrew? Brandon, who's Andrew? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where that came from. Are you trying to replace me with someone no, named Andrew? Well, no, there might have been a gentleman in my life. Um, uh, Brandon, <laughs> the, the, other, the other problem we have is that in the past there weren't other wrestling companies either. So, like, we also know that, like, a great number of oh, people right. are unavailable. Like, it's, it's... Are they, though? Yes. The forbidden door is open. Oh, Come on, man. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> we also know that a great number of people are not going to be appearing in the Royal Rumble, so it very much limits who might be. For example, it would have been wonderful if, say, Danhausen was available to appear in the Royal Rumble. Right. No longer an option. Not going to be happening. All right. So let's pick the four matches that we have, then we'll get into the Rumbles themselves. 
we again, as always, should win, will win is how we pick these. We begin with a ooh, they're all championship matches except for the mixed tag match Edge and Beth Phoenix against the Miz and Maurice. What did you think about when they had Maurice give birth to a hand, AJ? What did you think about that? That was that was kind of wild. I definitely do not believe that that happened. It, well, it has happened in the history of professional wrestling, Alex. <laughs> yeah, but that was also the '90s, and uh, a lot of things were a lot yes. cooler in the well, not a lot cooler, a lot more loud in the '90s. Yes, it was quite different. Yes. I don't think you even need me to to say which one I'm talking about before you know which one. I'm I, talking about. I, I most certainly, I'm very aware. I'm very <laughs> aware. All right, uh, who should win? Who will win? Um. So obviously. Uh, if you're going to say that Edge should lose, you're wrong. Um, Edge is at the Edge and Beth Phoenix are at the point right now where, like, if they come back to do anything, they're more than likely going to win. Um, however, you know, maybe you could make this a feud all the way into WrestleMania, and if you do that. Then Miz and Maurice should win now. So I think that Edge and Beth Phoenix are going to come out on top of this feud. I I would assume, but you know I could see it going the other way for you know the Miz rub sake. I, I am I, I am I would wait. Yeah. I would love to point out though that. This is an element we've missed. We've been, we've missed you, AJ, because you started out by saying the most AJ thing ever, because you knew what these three assholes were about to say. But then you ended up agreeing with us anyway, which is what I love. <laughs> so I, I'm in a you know I'm in a weird place with this because I, I am convinced that this is going to be you know Edge and the Miz at WrestleMania and some sort of you know, insano, you know, this is the greatest match type of match, right? Like, I am convinced of that. Um, and if that's the case, it's 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 a bit awkward. Is the plan ultimately, look, it's it's WrestleMania, it's Edge versus the Miz, Miz. Edge is going to win that match, right? Let's not, let's not. Why miss. not intergender cage match? <sighs> if they're willing to do it, let's, I just, uh I ultimately think the feud ends in a singles match. I, I just think that's the way that you, you're going to have it happen. And if that's the case, it's hard to justify that without having Miz and Maurice win this in order to sort of to make it even. Now, the fact that the big blow in the build-up to this was Maurice knocking her with a brick, you know what I mean? Like, that's a pretty insane thing. I'm still going to say shouldn't will Miz and Maurice to get to where we're ultimately going. Yeah, I mean, the thing about it is, like, other than the, the brick, which is a big thing, but everything else has gone Edge's way. Like, Edge ruined their, their wedding again ceremony. Edge drenched him with blood. Edge won the first match. Edge and Beth Phoenix got the one up on the go-home show. Like, with the exception of the one brick moment, it has been Edge and Beth every step of the way and so even though i i i'm with aj in that i feel like if they brought back beth they might have brought back beth for a reason and, and i was saying that before that i find it hard for them to lose i almost feel like again if this is continuing and it sure feels like it's continuing 
then Miz and Maurice have to win. So I'm going to say should Miz and Maurice, and I think I will go will Miz and Maurice. Yes, Brandon, you're normally next when we do these. Uh, my microphone was muted. No, no. so <clears throat> did Seth Rollins ever win a That's match? Been, for those that, that were wondering why, it's because Brandon has a huge wiener in his mouth. So just that's a straight. It's, it is true. Straight shoot. Straight shoot. Straight shoot. Um, did did yes, Seth? Rollins... I, I do believe Seth, Seth had a win on a big SmackDown or something. But all the pay per view matches he lost, correct? He I'd lost at Crown Jewel. He, he lost lost at SummerSlam. I'd have to check if there was something else in there. I don't remember if there was a pay per view in between. So like. All of the things that you guys all said, like, I agree with. I think that if you're doing this at WrestleMania, you do a, a one-on-one match, probably a gimmick match of some kind. And and um, and because of that, you would have the heels win somehow in this match. Um, but what you did on Raw is typically what you do right before the heels lose. Um, so I, I don't know. I... I, I and then couple that with Edge not losing, pretty much, <laughs> like like AJ said at the beginning, um, and and Beth coming back. I don't know. There's something. But isn't that the point that like Edge doesn't have to lose? He doesn't have to be pinned here. You can right. Like to me, that's sort of. You think Beth Phoenix is going to be? Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's the you, thing. Why are they, okay? Get... You say that. Why do they feel the need to protect Beth Phoenix if she's not? If this is just a one-off in thing? In the WWE Hall of Fame. I understand she, that. No, we talked about this in previous weeks. They think of her as a much bigger deal than you do. I, I'm not, even you, if you, that's the you case. Did a whole segment I understand that. that, but even if that's the case, Brandon, if I don't she's... think that Auntie Beth should ever lose ever again because she was bleeding out the back of her head for thirty minutes in the Women's Royal Rumble and took it like a G. I mean, so I- all due respect, significant <laughs> respect, significant respect to that. But I'm just saying, if she's not going to be a performer, if this was just about coming back to do this one thing, then then why do you need to protect her in that way? Do, but I'm not sure if she is just, I mean, she did quit her other job. Well, she paused it for a while. That's true. Could be. But I, I, I think there's a chance that there's more than one match in her. Um, I you, know, will I could, say, you want to play another game of how my life's different than yours? Yes. <laughs> I could call it. It's time for part three. <laughs> you just want to call? You just want to make a call right now and get that answer? Hey, are you, let's look at another match after this. Hey, we're, in the, we're in the middle of a pick segment and some really important information that we need right now. It's very, very important. Please pass us along right now. Uh, All right, Brandon, get to the part. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I'm going to say it should be Miz and Maurice uh, if you're doing this at WrestleMania. I think it will be Edge and Beth, and I think that there's something more with Beth uh, going on. Although, I will say, I do think it's in play that they play with uh, the intergender rules for some kind of DQ, like Beth ends up giving the Miz a glam slam or something you know what i mean like i do think that it's possible they do so and, and maybe and maybe that's how you know maybe there's has, oh, a, has, a, get to has a woman ever has a woman ever been dq'd for hitting a man in an intergender match uh not to my knowledge <laughs> i feel like i feel like women are a lot i feel like that's the gimmick of every intergender match is the woman doing something well but uh, well, maybe ms hits her or something you oh, know what i, mean? I maybe, love uh, I like maybe that. there's some. And, I see that as a DQ. Like maybe there's something there to push this to like blood feud status for a WrestleMania. Intergender hell in the cell. 
I oh oh boy, I love the idea of this ending with somehow the Miz pinning Beth Phoenix. Like the referee is distracted and doesn't realize that like the wrong person's yeah. in the ring. Something along those lines. That to wig. What's that? Yes. Oh my God! I absolutely love that idea. I am so in favor <laughs> of that. All right, next up on the list, um, Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. Uh, I'm I'm going to kind of buck the trend. I'm going to say, shouldn't will Bobby Lashley? Um, I, I, I Something about that on Monday night, just something about the I'm going to, that this is a, I, I, yeah, at some point, have to point back to Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar again, right? And I get that there's the the chamber and you can do it then. I understand that. But I think this starts to give you a clearer picture. I think Bobby Lashley is going to be the champion, and I think he's going to be the champion as a strong heel to face somebody who is a more clear face moving forward. And maybe we'll get to that as as this unfolds. But I'm I'm going to go with Bobby Lashley as beating Brock Lesnar somehow, probably involved the Usos, whatever it is, that's the way that he's going to become the champion, and Bobby Lashley is my winner. I mean, I don't disagree. Obviously, I mean, I shouldn't say it has to happen because you never know what's going to happen, but champions have to lose one of these matches. This, you know, we're still going towards Lesnar reigns, and I still think it makes way more sense for Lesnar to lose than Roman Reigns to lose at this point. Um... So I'm I'm with you. It absolutely should be Bobby Lashley. You know, there there is a part of me that wonders if they have Roman Chase for some reason. That would be so strange. But again, you know, we're in a weird time. Um, but the more logical thing is to have Lashley win here. And so I will say uh, Lashley should and will. Brandon, you keep yeah. doing the bit where you forget to turn your microphone on. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I think um, that promo on Monday was extremely bizarre. Like, I almost felt like if I didn't know any better, there was some kind of weird finger poke of doom kind of thing coming. Um, I just thought it was really, really, really weird. Um, or, or that somehow Paul Heyman's turning again. Right. Like, yeah. Like there was something. There was something really weird about all that. But or it could have just been clunky, which is what I usually chalk it up to. But um, no, I I think uh, there's so much in play here. I mean, you've got obviously you could just throw Brock Lesnar in the Royal Rumble if he loses. So mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna say Bobby Lashley does win, and I think that's what should happen too. I've always said on the show that I wanted this match, and I've always said that when it happens, I've always felt that Bobby Lashley should win the match. Um, so, uh, for those reasons, I'm going to say should be Bobby Lashley, and I think they'll do it. I think they will, but I think I think it's going to be like some kind of weird, overbooked way. I don't think he's just going to beat him, but, uh, but yeah, I think he will. So, like I said, I didn't see the promo you're talking about. I don't really know all the inner workings of the storyline that's built to this moment. Um, but I will say that I have seen online that people are talking about uh, just the fact that they're cutting, they, they've cut their roster down so much over the last year and a half that there's no hey, real... Wait, hey, WWE? Exactly. I'm, the, not, the, I'm not familiar. The, the, uh, the, that there's no, like, people that are supposed to be on Raw or on SmackDown, people that are supposed to be on SmackDown or on Raw and everybody. I think that with the 
way that their business model is going is I don't see the two brands going very much longer. And I think that the way, the easiest way to get one champion is to have a title unification bout at WrestleMania, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. And I don't think anyone has a problem with Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania for those straps. Um, so I think that Bobby Lashley should win because you could do the exact same thing, Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns. Um, but I think that Brock Lesnar will win so that you can do Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Look, it's the unspoken. We talked about it a lot. I am not in favor of it just because I think that the, having the belt provides you another good reason for storylines so i'm just not in favor of unifying the belts but i think we all know it's sort of the unspoken part about all of this is that it's very plausible that that's where we're headed towards um is that type of thing uh let's go to the women's women's championship the raw women's title on the line becky lynch and dewdrop is that match aaron um if this is going to go into the the rumble a little bit but at, we're, we're all hoping, we've been talking about it for months, Becky Bianca, gotta have Becky as the champion, Becky shouldn't will. Simple as that. Yes, Brandon, again. Becky shouldn't will. I mean, I just don't believe this is a credible, I mean, I, I think this is a get, get us through the Rumble match, all so right. Right. Becky shouldn't will. AJ? I think Becky shouldn't will. I think the entire point of this match is to get Becky to body slam do drop uh, right, yeah. and then just so she can be like you're not the only person that can pick her up Bianca I could, I picked her up and slammed her too I'm just as strong as you I'm the best you're not the best I beat you I'm the best. and then that's the feud like so I I, I think that you go uh, you go Becky Lynch shouldn't well uh, of course yes that's obviously the answer and I don't need to say anything else about it because I'm in complete agreement now on to the SmackDown uh, title, and I, I guess based on everything we've said, we don't really need to spend a lot of time on this either, but for the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, with the one caveat being that the Usos are banned from ringside. Brandon. So, uh, the should, <laughs> the should is Roman Reigns. Um, the will, I would have said, without reading the internet, is definitely Roman Reigns. It sounded like there was some weird posturing going on about people talking about potentially switching the title to put Roman in the Royal Rumble, which I think would be a huge mistake. I think you do that the other way with Brock. If that's the match you want, you do it the other way. Because um, there's a lot more to lose. I'm going to say they do the right thing and Roman Reigns wins. But there was some weird talk going on about switching the titles or whatever. Roman Reigns has been the champion for like 500 days. Yeah, 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 correct. If you have a title reign that long, it doesn't end. Even it, I love the Royal Rumble. It's one of my favorite events of the year, if not my favorite event of the year. You have a title reign that long, it ends at WrestleMania and nowhere else, barring injury or fluke bullshit. Like, it ends at WrestleMania. So. Shouldn't will run the range. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even think it's worthy of, of that much discussion either. Stop. I mean, yes, the 100%. The answer is Roman Reigns hat should should win for sure. And and no, I see no reason. The, the, the I, I, I think there's a lot of stuff that gets planted because they want people. This is insane. We're all smart enough. To, if they do, if the if you're doing this for this long, just to have him lose it to Seth Rollins for whatever silly reason, then you're doing things wrong. 
And and again, no disrespect to Seth Rollins, who's phenomenal, of course. But no, stop it. Uh, Roman Reigns. The only reason why, to me, you even entertain Seth Rollins winning a belt at the Royal Rumble is because you want him defending at WrestleMania, um, which I'm still in favor of, but you can accomplish that at the Elimination Chamber. So, yes, should and will Roman. All right, very good. Now, on to the Royal Rumble. So we'll begin with the Women's Rumble. AJ, so tell us who your last two are, who eliminates who, and give us... You want to do uh, all, everything. Do your, do, do your two surprises and give us who's eliminating who to end the Royal Rumble. Um, surprise. I'm, I'm going to throw Ronda Rousey out there. I see a lot of talk about I mean, it. I, um, yeah. We, at, we got at this it. point, it almost doesn't even qualify as a surprise. Anymore. I was going to say, it doesn't, <laughs> yeah. but do we just want to discuss that separately Wait, from... I think that the final two is... I think the final three is Ronda, Charlotte, and Bianca. And I think that uh, you have, you either, you do one of two ways. You either super put over Bianca's because she's winning it for a second time. Or you have Bianca eliminate Ronda and then Charlotte on some sneakery eliminates Bianca and then Charlotte picks Ronda. Because... Everybody's going to want to, if she's coming back for WrestleMania, people are going to want to see Becky and Ronda, right? But Becky and Bianca is the WrestleMania match right now. So the easiest way to get around that is to have Charlotte pick Ronda. Um, Or you can have Ronda win it and have her eliminate Charlotte and you get the exact same effect. But I just think it works better if Charlotte picks Ronda because if Ronda wins, she probably should pick Becky because Becky pinned her, you know? Uh, understand everything you just said. Completely, totally understand everything you just said. Um, I am very. I'm, I said sh- I say should. Bianca, that's what I'll say. Okay, I am fearful of them abandoning everything in favor of saying, "Well, if we've got Ronda, who cares about what we needed to do with Bianca? Who cares? It's irrelevant. Doesn't matter. We've got something bigger than that." I'm fearful of that. Um, to your point, there's no reason why you can't do a Ronda Charlotte match. Like that's that's tremendous. That's over the top. It's massive. If you got Ronda, you can do that, and it makes all the sense in the world. And you still do the thing you need to do, which is Bianca overcoming Becky at WrestleMania, which has to happen. Um, there have been people that are convinced that you you just don't have Bianca win back to back Royal Rumbles because you just don't do that. I've never been in favor of that. I think that's we talked about it last week. I think it's how you create someone and, and say. We're now putting this person on that top tier. They are on the top rung, and we're telling you they're on the top rung. And I'm not going to waver from it. The answer has always been Bianca winning the Rumble. It's always been the case. I'm not changing it now. Yes, um, Ronda, at this point, it, it doesn't appear as though it's going to be even remotely a surprise. So, and, and by the way, this is the funny part about it. Like I'm looking over the list of women. I'm actually struggling to come up with who even is a surprise for a second surprise, right. right? I'm like, who at this point would Mostly even... We don't count NXT people. R- right? Like, I mean, yeah, sure. Like, is Raquel a surprise if she shows up? Because... Io e- Shirai? Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I think that they all make a lot of sense to be in the Royal Rumble at this point. So, I I, I don't know. I, I'm, I really am struggling with a second female surprise uh, for this one. Maybe I can spend a few more minutes thinking about it and come up with one. 
But in the end, yes, I, I'm I'm with AJ. I do think those are going to be your three um, near the end, and I will have I will actually have it be that Charlotte eliminates Ronda only to then be eliminated by Bianca um, in the end, and and you can get the it, it sets up Charlotte and Ronda just fine, where it still allows you to pay off Bianca and Becky at WrestleMania. So I remember back on the first women's rumble when the, you know, Ronda showed up for the first time after the match and going into it, we heard the Ronda rumors and everything. And I said at the time, I just don't see Ronda losing if she's actually in the rumble. And I still, if she's actually in the rumble, I have a hard time seeing Ronda losing, whether or not that should be the case, whether or not I just fundamentally don't see that happening. Now, does it hurt her at all? If it's her and Charlotte brawling, Bianca comes from behind and tips them both over, something like that? Absolutely not. It doesn't hurt in the slightest, but I just, you know, when it comes why to... Would it, why Rousey, would it hurt to have Charlotte eliminate her? Like, why would that be a problem? Again, it wouldn't be a problem. I just, I I don't... I get her it. in the match, to me, I, means winning. Like, that. I, that's just kind of how I, I feel that I they understand. view it. But you could do it in a way where Charlotte's, like, not even in the ring... And 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 Ronda. Uh, there there are so many ways. You can, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm not saying that they shouldn't do it. Anything like that. I just I don't know that they will do it. When they see Ronda, when they see we have it, you know, right. we they, have Ronda. She's the ba- biggest badass ever. And it's a picture they can put up at the end of the night that they think will be shared all over the internet. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And that's also, by the way, if Ronda isn't it, and Ronda's in at the end, it's why it almost. If this is supposed to be Bianca's moment and putting her as high as anybody in the company, it's hard to do that juxtaposed against Ronda. It's that's not. the other. What do you mean? It's not. I've got. I've got. Well, go who's, who's the bigger story? Who's the bigger story? Is it Ronda or is it Bianca coming out of that? If, I mean, Ronda's always going to be the biggest story and about that's, anything. That's the, but that's the problem. Like this should so, be the but your solution that... would be she's not in the company though. Like you can't you you can't. Right. Well, no, my, my solution would be you have uh you have Ronda win and then you have Bianca get there get to Becky still, but I, you don't I have. have I have a scenario, but I, I, I'll uh, go ahead. So like just just with all of these things together, I feel like if Ronda isn't and by the way we know we are we don't know we're pretty sure she's going to be there. It could just be like it was a few uh, years ago when she shows up at the end of the night again. Um, but if she's in the actual match, I do feel like Ron. It should be Bianca, but I feel Ronda wins. Okay. Anybody that you have in mind that you think could be a surprise? Okay. We are really struggling. Eve Torres, like she sure. has been mentioned. Sure, sure. Eve Torres. There you go. I like that. Okay, go ahead, Brandon. So I think that I I, I do not believe Ronda Rousey is going to be in the Royal Rumble. I, I believe she will be at the Royal Rumble, and I believe she's. I I I think that you and, and again, uh, what I'm going to say, you're going to hate, but I I do think that there's a. I do think there's a reason they did this, and I do think Charlotte is winning the Royal Rumble, and I think that after Charlotte wins, then Ronda Rousey's going to come out and point at the sign, and then Charlotte gets to pick her opponent for WrestleMania. That's sort of what I think is going to happen. I think you get to the Bianca Becky thing easily because you just have Becky run out and pull her over the top rope. I mean, that's there you go. Done. Um, so that she ensures like that to me tells a better story than her just winning the Royal Rumble. I think if you have Becky ruining her chances at every turn, 
that's a much better story than Bianca just winning the Royal Rumble again. Now, Charlotte winning the Royal Rumble, I think is, uh, I don't like it, but I can, there's something weird about, I get to pick my opponent. They, they've never done that before. That's never been a thing. And I don't know why you do that if you're not going to do it. You know what I mean? I mean, of course, it could be a red herring. Um, but but I, I tend to agree with Aaron. You don't put Ronda in the Rumble to lose. So that's why I don't think she's in it. Because I don't think she's going to win. Um, that's what that's what I think. I, I think, but I, th- I think the should is hard for me. But that's what I think will happen. Okay. I, th- I think. Why would- I think- in, in that case, though, why wouldn't you just have Ronda win instead of doing the convoluted Charlotte wins? If, and... if she's not ready, if she's not ready to do it or something, you know what I mean? Like if, if okay, so, or, so th- this is strictly that Ronda's not, or, or to avoid the, know. or to avoid the problem, right? To right. just say like we know we're gonna, ha- we know Ronda Rousey is gonna be in the WrestleMania. We don't need to have her in the Royal Rumble. Just having her presence is good enough because it can create the same thing. That image of. You know, her sitting in the front row and Charlotte looking at her can accomplish the same thing that you're talking about. You know, like that's, I, it could, it could 100%. And I guess, by the way, like I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think about other people that could qualify as a surprise. And I, I, like, it would Paige qualify as a surprise at this point? Yeah. So I, I think that's plausible. I think it's totally plausible at this point that it's Paige. All right, and now the men's rumble uh, is where we find ourselves, and I Wait, guess I don't get my surprises. Oh, sure. I thought we were all kind of just tapping out on surprises at this point. I, I'm going to say one that I think is real and actually possible. I think you could see uh, Deanna Perazzo in the rumble. I think that's a real possibility. Okay. <laughs> yes. Sure. <laughs> Anything else? Could be fun. <laughs> I mean, the 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 ones I want to say are the things you say are never possible. Um, and I don't think they're possible either. But I, I'll tell you, there's one answer. There's one answer to what would be the best possible Forbidden Door entry in the Rumble. And there's only one answer. Okay. Are, are we counting AEW as Forbidden Correct. Door? Or are we talking about Impact? Oh, so, so Brit? Yeah, I mean, that's stop, the one. Stop, for God's sake. Stop. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's not not AEW, what are we like, doing? There, there's an Impact. There's Ring of Honor. Those are all possible, yeah, I guess, now. Yeah, yeah. But not yeah, AEW. That ain't happening. All right, on to the Men's Royal Rumble, and I start there. And ultimately, uh, while I think the better answer is to have it be a Raw, like I I still really i am enamored with AJ Styles as a strong face going for the belt at WrestleMania. Um, I, I think what's best suited for them is to be able to have their main event in place coming out of this. And so I do... I am lining up with the idea that if in picking Brock Lesnar to lose to Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar is going to end up winning the Royal Rumble. So I'm going to go with Brock Lesnar. I I almost don't know that it matters who he ends up eliminating last and that there's even much of a story that comes out of that because what would that story be? Although I guess, again, in, in trying to create something to make, to, to make AJ a strong face, you know, that that could be a thing. You could make AJ a strong face by having him make a deep run only to be losing the rest of Brock Lesnar, but it's just a little bit tricky because Brock Lesnar's not a heel. So right. it's it's what would the reaction be if Brock threw out AJ? I think they would be too. people would be very excited. I think that's the problem, right? Is they would just be very excited so it wouldn't accomplish what you want to accomplish. So at at that point he would have to do it like in a shitty way. If he just like threw him like a monster, people but I, would but I, yeah, but I don't think people want him to be a heel. I mean, I just don't I was gonna say if he's chasing don't. Roman, then right. So yeah. the so the better answer is you know probably something like 
Happy Corbin, you know what I mean? Like something or like that. Yeah, or Omos for the sake of of the image of it. Yeah, you're yeah, right. exactly. Like that would probably be a better answer. Uh, but ultimately, Brock Lesnar is my answer. As far as surprises are concerned, I, I guess we have to throw Corey Graves' name on the list as a surprise, right? Like to announce that he wants to be a wrestler if that really is the direction that he's going. I'm still not convinced of it, nor do I think it's. I, I don't know even know that it's a good idea because he's just really good at what he's doing. So. I, you know, maybe maybe you do it for one time to say you were in a Royal Rumble or something like that and kind of end it there. Um, as far as the second it goes, I, I hope it's Juice Robinson, but it's not going to be Juice Robinson, obviously. <laughs> so it, it kind of doesn't matter to me who the second one would be at that point. I'll, I'll say um, uh, 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 Kane. I'll say Kane is the other one because it's a Royal Rumble, so why not have Kane be there? Um, I'm with you that I think it should be AJ Styles. Again, I, I want that Seth Rollins AJ Styles match at WrestleMania. You know, you know who is the other wild card that I've thought about? Like the the everything they're doing with Rey Mysterio right now, I've thought about him as a wild card to be that raw face going after a heel, Bobby Lashley, that people could get behind and like do a story about it being his last one or something like that. I've I've started to sell sure. myself on that being plausible. I think we're seeing the Ray Dominic break up here yeah i think we're going to start heading towards ray dominic at mania yeah um that that's kind of my thought there um and yeah well like like i would say i I want that aj seth match at mania i think that's the the, you know most interesting thing they can do um funnel interestingly enough i think that both of my runner-ups i I think omas may whether it's brock or it's aj i think omas makes a lot of sense as the runner-up either way um and I think would make the fans really nervous if they saw Omos in the final two, because look, if you know, everyone knows how people feel about Omos. So um, I think that would create a good atmosphere for sure. Uh, I will say, I, I think you're probably, it should be AJ eliminating Omos at the end. I think it will be Brock. And for the surprises, um, I'm just going to throw this out there because I think it would be funny to, uh, to see how it would play with his new character, uh, Matt Cardona, Zach Ryder, mm-hmm. I think would. Uh, and then, as far as somebody else who could be a surprise, I will just say the Boogeyman because I feel like it's been a few years since all we've right. seen him, and they love makes, that pop. Makes all the sense in the world. Makes all the sense in the world. Brandon. So I, God, I think uh, I think Brock Lesnar's winning the Royal Rumble. I think the last two will be Austin Theory and Brock Lesnar. Oh, okay. Um, I think I think Austin Theory is going to be like an hour in the Royal Rumble or something. I think they're going to do something really significant with him. Um, maybe even a bit where like they think he wins, but like Brock Lesnar's laying on the outside of the ring and kills him or whatever. Um, but I, I think that's probably who he eliminates. And then my surprise is I'm going to say Bray Wyatt is a surprise return and i'm gonna say something goofy like uh like an out like a cory graves or something like that since he's been cleared to compete maybe maybe they throw like someone like that i I literally just said that but that's okay it's it's all right yeah you're not you're not a fan of the show that's fine then then i will say (laughs) since you already said cory graves I will say Chris Jericho is in the Royal Rumble. Sure, great. Because you love, you love ideas like yeah, that. Love them. <laughs> I got a hell of an idea. It's the guy you just said that I wasn't listening to because I was eating a wiener. Uh, uh, 
AJ, get to I'm yours. Trying to keep up with my job, sir. Get I'm to sorry. yours. Yeah, um, we all have jobs, Brandon. All of us have jobs, <laughs> except AJ. AJ doesn't have a job. He works for himself. Uh, I have a oh no, he's a professional I, gamer. That's, that's true. Yeah, right. uh, so uh, I think that Omar should win the Royal Rumble. Um, I think that if you really want to have someone that looks like a viable threat to Roman Reigns or Bobby Lashley that isn't Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, um, Omos is the answer. Um, and it would be a Omos versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania would be a way to A, make a new star out of Omos, but B, Omos could lose that match and it wouldn't hurt him because he's losing to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, you know? Um, but I think that if I don't think Brock Lesnar is going to lose, but if he does lose the, the WWE title, then I think that he would win the Royal Rumble and probably be like the 30th entrant and just run through everybody left in the ring. Um, I think that could be a cool look, um, especially with how he, he basically did that the other, uh, like two years ago before Drew McIntyre eliminated him. Um, he ran through like uh, the first 12 people or whatever I think it was. Mm -hmm. Um, so like I could see a situation where there's, you know, 10 people left in the ring when 30 comes out and then Brock Lesnar's music hits, everybody turns and looks like, Oh my God. And Brock Lesnar just comes and cleans house until they get to like the final four. And then you find a way to, you know, get them to do that. Um, especially if it involved, like, if the end of the title match is like the Usos really decimating him, right? Like, mm -hmm. just absolutely leveling him with chairs and go through a table, et cetera, like, et cetera. I, I mean, just run, and then he comes back, and, and then and then the Usos are like part of the last people that are in the room, right? With them. Correct, correct. Yeah. Especially if because. That match would probably be right before the men's rumble too, so it'd almost be kind of back to back. Oh my god, he recovered that quickly. Yeah, I could see that. That'd and be cool. It, and it would. Oh. Actually, I'm trying to think if there's somebody that wouldn't hurt. And I still hate the fact they did it to r Truth, and I'll never forgive them. But is there somebody that it wouldn't hurt for them to like have going in as the 30th entrant, and Brock just sort of says nope, like runs right past, knocks him on the ground, and takes the spot. And it could be Truth. Chad like, Gable. Oh my god, no! You know who the answer is? It's Sammy. That's the answer. Oh, yeah. 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 That's the answer. That's oh the my answer. Oh, God. That's amazing. <laughs> nah, I honestly think it would be funnier if it was our truth and our truth came out as music hits. He's about to come. And then when he's back walking down the ramp, Brock Lesnar's music hits. Yeah, but then, then he's a heel. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then, and then our truth looks back and goes, you know what? You got it, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I'm right. I'll back up. Yeah. All right. You know that that that's not bad. <laughs> no that's, not bad. <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. If if he takes out our truth, he should die. Like, yeah. he, he should. <laughs> no, I, I love the Sammy. I love the Sammy Zayn idea. That's that's the Sammy thing is cool too. That's a good idea. The Sammy thing is actually perfect. It's it's perfect. Although then it would you you can't do it that way because you have to have Sammy and Johnny Knoxville interact in the Rumble. They wouldn't be able to do that because they have to have those two guys. How, how great would it be if Johnny uh, Knoxville was thirty? Yeah, right. Oh God. As, as far as surprises, um, you know they put Mickey James in, so I'm gonna say Moose. Yeah, I was thinking about Moose. I was. I was thinking I'm about Moose. Moose, but also the other surprise, Steve O. <laughs> to do a whole jackass <laughs> bit, I'm in I, favor. I, 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 
I do think the rest of them will be there to like catch him whenever Omos or someone launches. No, but that's five. the thing is that if you get Steve-O in, he he'll probably just take a flat back bump from the inside the ring to the outside. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt. Whatever it is that Johnny Knoxville is willing to do, Steve-O most certainly is willing to do something far more insane. Well, someone someone is going to be borderline murdered by Omos. That has to be what they do, right? I would he just gets thrown yes. like five rows into the crowd. I would assume so. I would assume so. All right, uh, AJ, uh, you want to you just want to plug social media? What do you want to want to plug on your way out? You can follow me at AJ Francis. Is 410 on all social medias. Um, yeah, I'm just chilling. February 16th is the day I'm I'm free and about. So, so stay tuned is what we keep saying. Tuned. Just you guys want to make sure let's do a show on that day. How about that? Deb- what day of the week? Hang on, let's pull it up right now. I think that's a, a Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, we will make that happen. That'll be a plan. A February yep. 16th show, and we will have plenty to talk about come that date. That will be the plan. All right, buddy. Uh, appreciate you. Here he goes. He is the main event. 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 AJ Francis, aka Frank. Huhada. Not nada. All right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Peace. All right, boys. Yeah, love you, dude. All right, there he is. Love that guy. Now, um. I guess the question is, is there anything else related to WWE proper that we need to discuss on this week's program? Nothing that didn't really tie into the Rumble. That's what I figured. I figured everything at least sort of tied in in some way. I'm sure there's something afterwards. What what were we tweeting about the other day that we were like or texting about? We ended up texting about something for like three hours the other day. <laughs> oh, the uh, the NXT is going to be on Saturday. Oh, right. Yeah, that WrestleMania. that's not really all that relevant. Um. Yeah, I don't really. We, we we talked about we talked about it a lot. The only part that was weird to me is that they already have the travel packages and it didn't include NXT, and now they're suddenly throwing NXT on. And and like Aaron, I get your point is well they could just add it the travel packages, but they've already sold the travel packages. Why would they do that? They knowing WWE, they just probably try to sell another show. Um, they don't know that they can sell them. And that's show. my that's, my guess is there's more travel packages than the capacity of the NXT venue. That's that. That's my guess. No, you're you you keep coming back to that. Um, I, I'm convinced there's, there's not that many. There's a lot of travel packages. There's not that many travel packages. Yeah. Well, but he's saying that he thinks the NXT venue has to be the smallest venue in the history of, of venues. Is what it's Brandon's gonna be like saying. Like five hundred people. Like Brandon's saying, he thinks that to do an NXT 2.0 uh, stand and deliver right. show, you have to have it be at the. the and I'm, I'm not. It's gonna be at like a music venue. Yes, or I'm. I am not. He and not only did I. I disagree with that furiously, thinking it was part of the travel package. I we're still separate on that in general. Like there, there's a billion professional wrestling fans in town that weekend, and especially if you're doing it somewhere that's close to the stadium, and people have to make a decision as to whether or not they want to go to one show that's at you know twelve o'clock in Dallas, and will it be over in time and get there, and and even remembering yes, there will still be plenty of smarks. A lot of the European fans are not these fans. They're WWE fans. That's what they're into, right? Um, the the crowds that go to the like pan, pan, pancakes and pile driver shows. Like, I'm not saying there are no Europeans in that, and some of the European crowds are very specific, right? Like, what was the, what did we go to, Aaron, in Orlando? Uh, Progress. Progress. Yeah, the UK crowd. It, yeah. That's a UK uh, promotion, right? Like, of course, yes. the UK crowd is going to go there. Like, obviously, they're going to go to that show. But 
like they're it's not the same when you go to all of the other shows during the course of the weekend. I I don't actually believe that they'll have as much. I think that almost I keep saying there's a 7,000 seat basketball arena on at UT Arlington that's seven minutes away, and I think that ultimately that's what makes sense for them to run for an event like this. Keep it close. If I think what we're all in agreement is there's no way they can put this in the the Dallas Mavericks arena um, on a on a Saturday afternoon for multiple reasons. That's insane. Um, and I just don't think it happens that way. But running a 7,000-seat building, even if you don't sell 7,000 tickets, you're fine. You can make it look like you did, and you can and give away freebies the rest of the weekend in order to fill it. Or, to Aaron's point, you can just you know throw it on to people's travel packages in order to fill the building. Um, I, I, don't, I think that makes all the sense in the world. And frankly, it's what we talked about a couple years ago with them doing the two-night WrestleMania thing. I, at some point, as much as... We say, well, this is they're just trying to give the middle finger to the indies. It is their weekend. Like, they're the reason. We can hate WWE and we can tell they're evil and all that, but like, it's their weekend. Why wouldn't they try to be the ones to profit off of it? I, I'm I'm confused as to why we think that makes them bad people. There is there are not a hundred whatever the number is, a hundred thousand people traveling to Dallas that weekend if it isn't for WWE. So why wouldn't that company say to themselves, how do we best profit off of that? I, I don't disagree. I mean I've I've always, you know, hoped that they wouldn't make people decide, but it's not an evil thing to me. I've I've just always this I, it goes back to I think people just hate WWE. Well, yeah, you're just trying to screw over the indies. Well, like the indies usurped them. No offense, and I get it. They're the little guys, so yeah. we root for them, right? Like I'm, they went to WWE's weekend and started posting up and to say like, well, hey, you know, maybe you acknowledge that and it's the best thing for the business, and you know, there's something to be said for that. There's something to be said for yeah. you know, you should respect that and understand. That what's good for the business is good for you, right? Like there might be something to said for that, and WWE might say back, "Yeah, the last time we, you know, gave room for the indies, they decided to form another company to compete with us. So why why would we do that? What would our interest be in in doing something?" Right. Along you those could lines? argue this weekend's bred that, right? Yeah. But yeah. here's here's the honest truth: like it may not even be about infringing and, and screwing over the indies. It as might much be as simply, we just don't have another night to do They've run out of room because right. they've become too big. Well, that, that's I mean, that's exactly what it looks like because they're stuck with Friday because that's when their show is now. Right. And if if SmackDown had never moved to Friday, it would be easy to say we could we could have just run NXT on Friday. We can't any longer. We don't have that choice. This is when we have to do this. Yeah, I mean, the only the only uh, thing that would be different is like if you remember last year. I think it was last year where it was WrestleMania SmackDown or whatever. Um, Instead of doing that, if you decided to showcase NXT by by somehow doing some Not, weird NXT thing on SmackDown, zippy chance that Fox is, is game for right, that. But there's no way <laughs> you're going to do that, right? Like, the, the, I'm just pointing Especially out. Definitely not now. Yeah. I'm just pointing out how trapped they are. Like, it it feels like they're trapped into doing it that afternoon. There's no other. There's no other time to do it, right? Like, yep. yep. The, I, there's something to be said for that. If they want it to be part of the weekend, right? Like, if they want the because the argument someone could make is there are plenty of people that are coming for the week. You could pick, to your point, Brandon, a small like music venue 
and do two live NXTs on the two Wednesdays that that bunker the week, right? And and probably have kind of a cool vibe for that for the people that are like legitimately making a week out of it to include it as part of the deal. But they want to make it look like a big show. They want to make it look like a big deal. They kind of have to do it on the weekend when the bulk of people are going to be there. And yeah, you're you're probably right, Aaron. This might be the only way they could go about doing it. I'm almost at a point where I, I am convinced they should just move the Hall of Fame to SummerSlam week. Yes. Um, this is, like, last last year's thing was bad, but we could all say, like, it was kind of forced to be bad. You know what I mean? Like, they, they really didn't have a choice. But this comes off, if they're, if the plan really is to pick a night during that week and and tape something, who is coming to that? Like, well, that's the question. Are, do they want people to come? Like, you say last year came off bad, and I don't totally disagree, but let's not pretend the these big arena Hall of Fames have been huge. They might have been big financial success, uh, successes, but as far as the broadcast goes, I almost liked the intimate thing last year. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to watch it either way, so I'm the wrong person to ask. I think the images are what matters. The images of when we do a Hall of Fame ceremony, it's a really big deal, and there are a lot of people there, and all of that I think is as important because, again, I'm the wrong person. I'm not, no matter what, I'm not going to be watching. It's not the thing for me. I don't, I, yeah. The, I mean, go back and watch them and see how many times they cut to the crowd. It's 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 significant. You know? I, it's, and that's what I think the images are so important. I think it's the, the getting the big pop and showing all these people standing up and cheering that makes it meaningful and convinces like Brandon really wanted to go to the hall of fame the weekend that we were at WrestleMania. Right. And I'm going to guess Brandon, that's something to do with watching all those ceremonies and being like, it looks like a real event that's happening. Yeah. I mean, well, part of it was, you know, (laughs) I had never been to WrestleMania before, so I wanted to do all the things. Right. And, 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 you know, if we, I think we said, if I, if, if we went again, barring some significant, you know, person being part of it, I was good. I did that once. You right. know what I mean? Right. And I think you guys said the same thing. You went before, and you're like, okay, we did that before. Like, we don't need to go again. I had actually never gone. I had never gone to the Hall of Fame. Oh, wow, yeah, really? I well, never, me neither. I it's a good gone. thing we did, because we got to see someone attack Yeah, well, that, I don't know if that was something I enjoy, but it I was, was just like, Maybe that's why they're going away from fans. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, right. they, they've had other issues, and they haven't stopped having fans at all. I don't, I don't mean it. I just mean that was like... Yeah, it was wild, a, yes. It was a, a wild thing. A worthy point from, yeah, right, uh, from right. that weekend that we saw. Um, so, um, okay. Yeah, I just I, to I, to me that's the only point of of doing the thing. I mean, it really is. The the point of it is to have something that looks like an event. It, it looks like it matters. It projects well when people see it online, and they're like, "Wow, that feels like a big deal." Uh, otherwise, I mean, w- why have people come for a small thing? Why why wouldn't you just do it on Zoom, right? Like, what I I kind of what is the point of the Hall of Fame? Why air it? if you don't want it to look like an event that matters. And I guess the point can be they haven't always done them in arenas. It used to be that they pick like a theater in town and do them there because they acknowledged, hey, it's a Hall of Fame ceremony. It doesn't really need to be in an arena. And it still doesn't necessarily need to be in an arena, but it, it still needs to look like there's an event going on. And that's a tough thing to do when you're talking about doing it like on a, a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night or something like that, and just hoping there are enough people that care in order to make it look like it's a thing. Um, I, I, I don't, at this point, it feels like you're just best suited to pick up the Hall of Fame and tie it to SummerSlam moving forward 
and maybe what you're losing is the part of WrestleMania where you introduce the Hall of Fame class, right? And the 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 stadium crowd goes wild for it. I, I kind of so, grown Summer up. Slam's going to be in a stadium sooner than later. Yeah, and that's my thought. My thought is just this this is a crowded week. SummerSlam's so, already in a stadium. It was last year. We I mean we and don't it, know. And it is this year too. It's a Nissan Stadium in Nashville. Oh, did we know that? Is that was that yeah. already announced? Oh man, yeah. I, I completely missed that. Um Okay. Remember they made that weird announcement where they announced like every pay per view for the entire year. They had never done that. Before. I genuinely don't remember that, but I believe you. I, I just don't. Oh, I just don't yeah. remember it. Um, so yeah, then so you've got the night. But again, unless your plan is to give Wait, that Saturday night. By, by the way, speaking of SummerSlam, I, I didn't realize it. it's July thirtieth this year. Yeah, That's... we talked about this because it was so close to Money in the Bank, which is also in a stadium, and we were. We talked about this on the show about oh, how it's weird that they were that close together. This is also dumb. Um, Why is it July thirtieth? I, I, I don't I'm remember that. An, I, I don't remember the date discussion at all. Yeah, yeah I we guess, talked about no, how no, they no, were I both mean, in the same month. Yeah, Brandon's point is is well taken. That like by the time you get to August, the Titans are playing preseason games. You know, like you, you can't. We, we we did talk about all this on I, the show. I, I believe you. I just genuinely don't remember it. I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I don't remember that either. <laughs> I, I believe you. I'm telling you, I believe. Are you sure we didn't have an off the air conversation that like it I just could have been. We, yeah. we definitely talked about it yeah. at some. Point. Um, yeah. the 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 point to all that being, it's still a terrible date for SummerSlam. It's just. July, who cares the end of july like we're not we're just not back into a place where we're interested at that point whatever anyway the moral of the story being i, I think you're better off that way now i guess if, the other thing that's awkward too is uh, all the other pay-per-views are on saturdays so is SummerSlam also going to be on a saturday i believe they said it was uh, the date yeah was because a- well yeah because the second is a saturday and 28 days later will also be a saturday, saturday. which so, by the way apparently there's talk money in the bank at least there's a chance it could move depending on who UFC is putting. Yeah, uh, I saw that in that fight. Uh, okay, so I guess what I would say is you've got Friday on you 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 lose Friday nights no matter what. Now you're going to put the pay per view on Saturday night at SummerSlam. So maybe maybe their answer is they don't really want to do it at SummerSlam either because they'd have to do it the night after SummerSlam, and that's not a good night. So maybe they really just have gotten to a point where. By 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 virtue of moving the pay per views to Saturday, they have no choice but to do a bastardized Hall of Fame moving forward. I... Or or they could they you know WrestleMania is a good example of this. SmackDown is just like kind of not a real show at that point anyway, so they just make SmackDown the Hall of Fame. Yeah, they just, they can't get Fox to get on board with that. Like they, but, could, but, but, but couldn't they if they say, well, like in, you know, all these big old the Stone yeah, but, Cold and the Rock. But they normally that. air the Hall of Fame, right? Like that's normally as its a own, broadcast, as its own special. Away. Yeah, but I get what yeah. Brandon's saying. Like if if you could make it a big deal, the problem is you can't guarantee that every year, and it, it's still never going to pop a number that Fox needs. Like Fox, like my, my guess would be this. Here's what you could do: you could do SmackDown and the Hall of Fame combined. You put like the mo- like the most significant people truncated down on SmackDown. So I guess you'd have to pre-record that part. And then you have like one, a big, like an intercontinental title match or something. Um, I mean, that's what they did anyway. They did a, a, a WrestleMania SmackDown. And I think there was a lot of filler stuff in it from like the whole, wasn't there like a bunch of that stuff in it anyway? I'd have to go back and look. No, I feel like- no, they did. They remember they, in fact, they put a big, they had a huge match on WrestleMania SmackDown. Because they the were, Andre the Giant, come on, well, man. They did also do that, but they, there was another thing that they did. <laughs> so on that's the one. That's the big match. Yeah, that was that was the one. 
Um, there was something else that they did. I think between... it was the tag titles. Like tag didn't... Title match. Yeah, yeah, I think it exactly was the tag title match. And like they, because they need the, the Fox thing is such a all of these things make sense if they weren't on Fox, right? Like if they weren't on a, a broadcast network, they could do all of these things. And remember, they used to punt on the final SmackDown. They literally used to just right. say, "We're not doing anything." Here, here's some access. Correct. Matches. Um, they just can't do that on Fox because Fox has to have a certain number. Like they cannot have it be something that looks like it isn't a normal SmackDown. So, and and I don't know what the answer. I mean, if the answer is Fox would would have something else to air that night, and they'd be willing to move SmackDown to FS1 for the week. But Fox only wants to do that when they've got something big that's on their own network, and I I don't know, I don't know what that would be. So. Yeah. I just I just think you're in a bind and and unfortunately the answer might be what it is. I guess the the real question is could you just Aaron how does a lot of the crowd get there on Thursday night like anyway? I know the travel packages aren't there but are the, is there a lot of the crowd that gets there on Thursday night? There there's a good amount. I've definitely been to shows on Thursday night that have had, you know, several thousand people. So so if the Hall of Fame was at a theater you yeah, know, if I, it's something so like by the way, the um where they ran Takeover in Dallas is a nine thousand seat venue. Was that the one in Fort Worth, or was that? No, that was in da- That was in Dallas proper. That was part of the convention. That was like the theater in the convention. Oh, center. the theater in the convention center. That's or still, the arena, whatever you want. Right. That like, still seems that still seems big for yeah, what we're talking about. Big, but. Um. But that just might be like that's that's all they have left. They're they're just sort of saying we don't have another choice. This is what we've got to do based on on taking Saturday night out of the equation. So it's what it is. I did kind of like the idea of doing a Saturday afternoon NXT, a Sunday afternoon Hall of Fame thing. Like you know, build all that into your your travel packages for people. But they already apparently decided that they were going to air the Hall of Fame ceremony after SmackDown on the WWE Network. Plus, they like all of the wrestlers to be at the Hall of Fame, so you couldn't do really do that with Mania. But eh, I guess I mean I, I, I mean you could do it at like eleven a.m. Maybe you know what I mean. Like you could do it a little bit earlier, I think, and and pull it off. But it's sort of what it is. All right. Um, that being said, you want to talk? Do we, do we, I, I you know it's a weird part, guys. I thought this was maybe the best NXT 2.0 show. I, I did too. I thought this was a really functional professional wrestling show this week. Um. There were the, uh, it was I, I was bummed out by some of the sloppiness of the matches, particularly because it was MSK, right? Like, yeah. God, him missing on that one uh, with the leg hook. I'm like, oh, that was brutal to look at. And then who got hung on the ropes and then ended up just jumping over the rope themselves? Oh, the, the Phantasma guy. Like, it, there was a lot. That that was the bummer of the night because otherwise, I was like, wow, this looked like a wrestling show tonight. Like, this really seemed functional and 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 like what a wrestling show is supposed to look like um unfortunately there were just some pretty glaring mistakes that were made in the course of matches but other than that um i don't know it 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 look, felt the, a tournament is a great thing to help us no question flesh out things no question tournaments are very good for those reasons there's there's still look you know there's obviously still too much going on and i I, I forget who certain people are and, and why I care about them. I appreciate that they've abandoned the thing with Duke Hudson. It's time immediately to abandon what they were doing with Cora Jade and try something else there. Um, and it is what it is. Like we, you're not getting the old thing back, so you're working with what you got. And it just it felt like they were moving forward in a few different areas. It was 
I hope this was just a one-time thing with Tommaso Ciampa showing up at the end. I, I hope that's nothing more than that, that like he, whatever he's doing, he's doing. It's really, in a way, more awkward to me if he's lingering for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, just stop. Well, hopefully this is just to get him to that, uh, the Vengeance Day match or whatever. Or is it next week or is it Vengeance Day? Well, they're doing, they're going to do. They're doing the handi- three-on-two handicap right, match next, next week. week. Got it. Okay. And and then yes, obviously you're getting to whenever it, I don't even remember when ven- when is Vengeance Day. Whenever uh, the what the seventeenth whatever. Okay. Sixteenth maybe. Whenever it probably would be the sixteenth. Whenever uh-huh. the. So the problem being, if that's when you're doing, you know what? Actually, I take that back. It makes sense then that you're doing Braun and Santos then to clear the way for your WrestleMania weekend match to be Braun and, and Gunther. Like it actually yeah. that does. The more I think about it, that makes sense. It's probably a bummer to a lot of people who are hoping that this was just a pit stop for Gunther and he was immediately going to be moving on. But in, in, in flushing this out in my brain, it really does feel like, let's do Santos now, and then we have what feels like a big main event match lined up for WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that works for me. That works yeah, for and, me. And, and Gunther's not definitely not going anywhere, at least anytime soon. He's the feature. Like, if you see the promos for NXT, yeah, they that's did. Yes. Yeah, they did. what yeah. they're running with. Yeah. So, um, at the very least, through Mania. Yep. Yeah. And by the way, that, that actually... doesn't mean he won't be in the Rumble. I mean, he totally could be. He you could, know what I mean? He could but... be, or or it could just very well be a, you know, he's it's the same thing. Everybody's got to get a bullet in the back of the head. We're just dragging this one out before we put the bullet in the back <laughs> right. of the head, right? Like, well, then that's why I'm saying he may not be there past me. Right, correct. It might be that his purpose is we we need to have something that feels like a big match for Mania Weekend. You're going to do that for us, and then we'll get on with it, right? Like that. Although, apparently, Tommaso Ciampa and Pete Dunne can survive their bullets. In well, I mean, <laughs> we, we still think they are They're bullets. On. Yeah, correct. Correct. Exactly yeah. what it is. Uh, to AEW, where thankfully they did the right thing. Right, like thankfully they did that, and 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 it does make you wonder if that was the plan all along. And I, somebody asked me about that, like would I be less angry if all of this was just about promoting the talent show? And the answer is no, I'm not less angry about it, but it would be far worse <laughs> if Cody was still the champion. Right. Um, it's still infuriating, and it's still the type of thing that more people should be mad about because it's, in a way. It's not even what WWE would do. It's worse than that. It's what, like, this is WCW putting the belt on David Arquette. Like, there aren't a ton of examples of WWE doing a... It's not Arquette. Let's be fair. It's not Arquette. But you know what I mean, dude. Like... Right, no, I I do know what you mean. I just want to make sure, like, that's... But this is just promotion for another entity. Like, it is... They are abandoning what they're doing in favor of promoting something else, was why they did this. Like, there's no other argument for it. The own... To say, well, it gave gave Sammy a moment uh, with Cody. No, they could have just done that the first time. Sammy could have had a match with Cody, he would have won it, and it would have been the exact same thing. 100% the same. Um, There is no benefit to their actual wrestling promotion to do this, it was entirely about we're we want you to think that this stupid talent show is a real thing, whoever it is, whether it's because A and AEW has ownership of it or 
just because they're being good partners to Turner, or Turner said, hey, in our next deal, you've got to do more of these things. Whatever it was, it's abundantly clear that's the only reason why this ever existed, and that is even lower rent than stuff that WWE has done. It's incredibly low rent, but thankfully it's over now. Yes. It's over now. Yeah. Or at least... And we have Dan Housen. I mean, cool. <laughs> like, I mean, I, you know, like... <laughs> Look, you're, I, I'm happy about it. Can't make me not happy. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I don't really know what there is to say because I don't know what Dan Housen is in AEW, right? Like... I, if he's our truth that's all I need. I think you're right about that. Like, I think I'm... I, are they... Do they have the room to give him time to be down at Dan Housen? I think so. I don't think we'll they see. do. That's that's we'll the one thing I I don't think right now there is room on that show. I mean, was it almost awkward like that? This is what they were doing with Orange Cassidy. Like yes, I'm in a really weird place where I love Orange Cassidy. I think Orange Cassidy is a star, but Orange Cassidy is largely a non-factor for a little while, and then is involved. In the you know a, a lights out insano match like, I mean I I can tell you why they did that match why they did that way so Adam Cole doesn't have a loss on his record, but he does the finish with the pin. It's lights out. It doesn't count. Oh, to it a doesn't. Record. It doesn't count to the because that's yeah. stupid. That's that, so yeah that stupid. stupid thing. Like that's the whole reason. That's why it went that way. God, that's so dumb. Oh, I God, that's, that's, so... that's the thing. If I was going to kind of bitch about something, it's like, really? We're really going to do that? Oh, that's just so unrelenting. Well, who was the other person they did that with? Was it Kenny? Kenny. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's, that's... that's 100%. Though. And again, the match was great. I was very entertained by it and everything. But it's just so silly that they felt the need to set it up that way just for that reason. Right, and it goes back to bad gimmicks. He lost, but he didn't really lose, you guys. Like, it's just, these are bad The fear of a loss in professional wrestling is so overwhelming. Just have them lose. It's okay. You can do the work to come, you, like, we, we know how professional wrestling works. That I was feeling this way about somebody else recently. Like, that, that they, that, that. Has, has been God. I wish I could remember who it was. That like they just won't let take a loss, and you're just Jericho. No, it wasn't who I was thinking about it with. I wish I could remember who it was. It's gonna drive me nuts. I mean, for a while there, it was oh, Dennis. CM CM Punk is absolutely on this list right now, right? Like, let CM Punk lose. It's fine if CM Punk loses. It's totally okay. And and I hope that's what they're gonna do. By the way, that was weird too. Like the, and maybe it's it's two things. One, they clearly think CM Punk in Chicago is a bigger deal to everybody else than it is. Like yeah. it's a big well, deal. It's to, definitely not a big deal when you do it a hundred times. It's a little bit that, but it's also more like it's a really big deal in Chicago. In Chicago, like it created a great environment. Announcing but... to another crowd. We're doing CM Punk oh, in yeah. Chicago. Yeah. It just doesn't. Right. What do you want us to do here? Like, we're not more excited because you're telling us it's happening in Chicago. That no, means they're, they're they're upset because it's not Sting in uh, Charlottesville. Uh, yeah, Greensboro. Please be Green, be respectful. Sorry. It was Sting in Greensboro, you, right? And and it was it was awkward twice during that segment because it literally like 
left almost a, when the big reveal that they were finally going to do the match was met with near silence because it next week and they're like oh well i i guess that's good like we wanted it tonight <laughs> like you know well, it was like remember when they announced that first nxt was in brooklyn when they had done nothing but orlando in the crowd oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah right like, for yeah. the rest of the show yeah like what what why are we supposed to be excited about that and then remember like Sam Punk tried to do the hack. God, it's so low rent. He's like, and in Cleveland, we we pick each, we pick ourselves up, and in Chicago, like what? What are you trying to? Are you trying to make Cleveland think they're Chicago? Is that like what that? What it was so weird. There, and it, there is well, well, there is a thing where like. There is a thing with people from the Midwest where they all kind of like. No, no, there's not a thing where people from Cleveland associate with people from Chicago. That's no, definitely but not a, a thing. Midwest thing. But then you like, say that. Say yeah, we're yeah. Midwestern. Midwesterners. Right. Say yeah. Midwesterners, and you might that, have a I, shot. But I think that, that that was clunky. I think that's what he was trying to do. I I don't know what he was trying to do. It was a giant nothing. It wasn't good. But it was no, a giant I, yeah. nothing. By the way, the the Britt Baker segment was so good in theory and so bad in practicality that it showed to you how good she is that she still got the reaction because like she clearly had no she's like and in that game he threw 10 incompletions and that was a re-. like she had no idea what she was talking about when she was trying to make fun of Baker Mayfield when in practice you didn't have to go that far all you had to do is say I'm the baker, right? Like, it was in yeah, theory. Yeah, the, the line was great, in, and then I saw the segment, and I was like, oh. She just, like, <laughs> she kept going with it, and it was, like, she just had no idea what she was saying. Like, you you, you got the pop that you wanted to get, right? Like, you wanted to get the, I'm the real baker, right? Like, and make fun of Baker Mayfield. Stop. Stop. End it there. You know what, though? I, by the way, I'm still surprised that, like, some, saying something about Baker gets a bad reaction. Yeah, because they hate him, right? But they don't. They don't. Yeah, act, like, that's the funny part. Including they don't actually hate Baker Mayfield. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, like that, no, that, they're that, they're that, dumb. That they don't realize how bad he is. Well, they they know what they else they've had. That's really what it is. In Cleveland, yeah, they're actually true. they're quite fearful. Like we know this guy's not that great, but we're really fearful of what might it might be otherwise. So they're in a weird spot where they just don't hate Baker Mayfield. Like. They're, it's awkward, but they don't hate him in any way, and so it did. It did accomplish what they. It just again when you when you're giving some telling somebody to talk about things they don't know about. It's. Ugh. I will. I will say this, um, and I've been meaning to bring this up, and I I keep forgetting. But this this brings back a point I've been meaning to bring up for weeks. Um, the Britt Baker segment and the CM Punk segment, and I'm trying to remember there was another segment from a couple of weeks ago. Maybe it was MJF and CM Punk that was a little like this is the other side of not being produced, right? Or qu- whatever they say they are, of not being as scripted or not being as uh, planned out. If you like, like everybody wants to rail against how scripted the, the you know other products are. But this is the uh, this is what happens sometimes when you're not right. Is that sometimes you walk into something that you don't know how to handle, or or you just you, there's no out for you. <laughs> like you have to keep meandering until somehow you get out of the segment, and uh, and that happens quite a bit on this show. Um, but there's also quite a few good uh, things that come from that too. 
but this is the the, the downside of that. You know, there's okay. there's yeah. there's a good and bad side of every perspective of of how you do your show. Yeah, I'm listening to that. We also just have to it. it why in the f did they do a show called Beach Break in Cleveland? Oh, like, I've been wanting to talk. About that's I, a weird bit. Although too. it was a it was a funny bit uh, when they had the somebody side. outside. Who was it? Who was outside? And they did. They had um, Tony Schiavone talk to. Yeah. Um, God, I don't so, even remember. Someone in the front row had a "There's no beach in Cleveland" sign, though. But so like, someone was literally outside talking to Tony Schiavone. Who yeah, they did. That? They did it. They did it out in, in front of the the water, right? And like they did it. <laughs> there is a beach in Cleveland, and now like, I, it's it's a nitpicky dumb thing. Is like, who cares about beach break anyway, right? Like, it's not a real thing. But at least do it at a beach. Like, at least do it in a town that has a beach. And you can do some segments that make sense. Couldn't and they call it, like, winter break or something? So or any, like, a, I, but why did... One, why did this one need to be anything other than just dynamite, right? Like, why did this show... It it does make you wonder if they thought they had something else, right? I, I think they... I think and, and a lot of people have brought up Gargano and, like, you know... That's why you wanted to make this one a big one is because you were in Cleveland and maybe you thought you had Gargano. I, it, that's a weird, if you didn't have him, I'm very confused by all of that, right? Like, was the idea, let's announce it as a big show and then ask Johnny Gargano if he wants to sign that night? <laughs> like, hey, we're here. You want to wander over and sign a contract? It's just everything about it is so bizarre. Well, no, remember, we talked about this uh, however many weeks ago. Remember they announced a big slate of like nine shows that were named something like this? They had like, there's 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 a lot of shows. They have names for like, I don't know, nine might be aggressive. But it was a, there was a, a list and well, I, they, I think we came on and I said, why are they naming every single show? Well, but some, some of them, some of, some of them, it's just because I, I, when they were doing competition with NXT, they were trying to tell you, this is why you have to watch this week because it's different. And somebody would say the same thing about why does NXT have to do New Year's Evil? Why does, right. because they're trying to say, we don't have as many pay-per-views during the year. So these are the shows we're telling you ahead of time. You better watch this one. It's that a little Vengeance bit. Vengeance Day is a normal takeover. Then it has a title match, so we need to tell you somehow. That. Correct, well, right, right, but when you do fifteen of them, it doesn't seem as well. I mean, that's that's I sort mean, of good. NXT has just done what two in two months? And, or wait, was but that makes sense? <laughs> but that makes sense. One a month makes sense. You well, know, but one, not, one, I, mean, I think that's more or less what AEW is doing. Yeah, I think it's like it. I think there's but. parts of the calendar where like the, like Fight for the Fallen and Fighter yeah. Fest happened to fall, but like they they did those. The Fighter Fest thing came from doing an event, literally. You know, like that that was kind of organic the way that that happened. I can't even knock yeah, them the for that. Game competition. Right, like yeah. they, and it just sort of came out that way. So once they used the term, they were like, let's just stick with it. Um, Fight for the Fallen, I, I think, was actually... Wasn't that a weekend special, too, the first time they did it? I think so. Yeah. yeah. And then they just sort of decided, let's try to use that because we're in this competition for Wednesday nights. But then, but then they made one of them two weeks long, and it, I think because the one was two weeks long, then it felt like it was too close to the next one. Yeah, there was and, definitely... But again, a lot of that had to do with the Wednesday night competition. A lot of that had to do with, we are... We are trying to make it seem like you have to tune into us this week for some sort of reason. And then once they announced them, they have all the brands. Why the hell? Why not do them? Right? And try to make it. It's just that this one came off more awkward because you literally called it Beach Break. Like, it's, in Cleveland, Ohio. it's yeah. just dumb. Like, it's just dumb. There's no getting around just, it. 
go back to Jacksonville at least. Anything. Do it literally. Right. But I like this is of course a great time of year to go to somewhere that has a beach. Like <laughs> good do a show. I, I mean, I, it's a weird bit that they still haven't done anything in California. I have no idea what that's about. Like I That is weird. I am it I, I feel like they're about to schedule a big that's West Coast they, swing they at keep, some point. They keep saying that, but they've also been saying that for months. Like, for months yeah. they've been saying that. It's really weird. Well, they, and it's hard to do swings when you just do one show a week, It's true, right? yeah. It's not really a swing. But, like, you know, they, there's the talk about how, you know, they, they told Daniel Bryan, hey, you can do this indie show, but wait a few months. Because, clear, I'm 90% sure that was Defy in Seattle because they want you know, Daniel Bryan or Brian Daniels had returned to Seattle yeah, sure. to be on their show, which right. is perfectly makes sense. But like, again, you, you're doing all these West coast shows that you got to write up when you're going to do them. I, I, it's, I, I just don't understand why it's taken. So like, it, and again, I, somebody might say, because you got to travel a very far distance with a lot of equipment to only do one show. Well, they did a show in Texas. They've done a lot of shows well, in Texas. Well, I'm looking at what they have on the calendar right now. They have, they have new Orleans, um, but that, that's about, you know, they have Texas, they have two Texas shows. Everything else is like Florida and South Carolina. Could, could it be a simple, like you, you would know this better than me, Brent. Like, is it hard to book California venues now just because of, well, there is that. And that's actually coming up with the Super Bowl right now. Um, you know, to the Glenn, I mean, I don't think this was a rumor. I think this was real. Like they were. Talking um, about backup locations. They were. They always but, do that, though. But yeah, and, and there was more made of that than that. What was okay, okay. like? They well, they were never actually moving. Apparently, the they Bowl. just said everyone has to wear an N95 mask at the Super Bowl, which I that isn't a thing anywhere. Like they they say you have to wear a mask. Specifying what kind is I've never even heard of that before. Yeah, and, um, and, and neither have I. And it's something you can do for the Super Bowl. You can't do anywhere else. But I, I I'll, right. I'll give you an example. They're going to do a radio row at the Super Bowl this year, which is insane. And they're telling everyone on Radio Row that you have to wear a mask. So they're telling everybody in order to that if you're doing your show from Radio Row, you must be wearing a mask while you do it. So, so, so they might just not want to deal with that, or maybe there's athletic commissions that have additional COVID. I don't know stuff that we don't know. You know what I mean? It's, I'm it's, speculating. It's here. certainly possible, right? Like it's the, nobody. Like is UFC running California, or they just they, don't do that anyway? They, they did. They actually just yeah. ran the Honda okay. Center. Yeah. Well, then, then like, then it's something else. That, again, I think the most plausible explanation is they they can't go do three shows, right? Like that they have to figure out how to justify traveling all of their equipment from Jacksonville, Florida, to do what, right? Like, can they drag it out? And the answer would be, well, you try to drag it out over a couple of weeks, right? Like you try to do Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Phoenix, like the whole deal. Las Vegas, you know, have they, have they done anything in Vegas? They haven't done, have they done anything west of Texas? Didn't double or nothing? Well, yeah, the double or nothing's, uh, the, the were, double or nothing's Vegas. were in Vegas. Right, that's yeah. right. You know what I mean? Like, that you tr- and maybe that's what it is. You try to attach it to a double or nothing. And, and, uh, that's what the quote is, is that he's trying to bring AEW to California coupled with the Vegas event. I just, makes sense. I, it's just very weird that it's been this long. It's really quite weird that it's taken them this long to do nothing at all on the west coast correct like there's literally not been a, a seattle or portland or anything in california as far as i know correct weird that's all just weird yeah all right um anything else we need to talk about can we wrap up i think we can wrap all right very good hey i think uh taya valkyrie is going to join us next week by the way i think nice. Uh, oh nice yeah head of uh, baltimore celeb fest which i'm very excited about all right uh let's get some plugs in aaron 
follow me on Twitter at the Aoster. Check out Veasan Veasan.com. Of course, we will have our Super Bowl guides up, and we're starting with some March Madness stuff as well. You can get a good deal on Veasan.com and check out the Nightcap, seven to ten Pacific, ten PM to one AM Eastern every night. Very good at the Aoster on Twitter, Brandon. We're going to have a bunch of show announcements coming up uh, within the next couple weeks. But coming up, we've got Get the Let Out uh, returning this weekend at Ramsed Live. And we have Young Blood uh, shows almost sold out on Tuesday, February 15th. That's our next two shows. Lots more to come. Um, follow us at Ramsed Live on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, all tickets at RamsedLive.com. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. I am at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. GlennClarkRadio.com is my website for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis, a.k.a. Frank, a.k.a. Hoo-hada. Not. Nada. I'm Glenn. This has been Jobbing Out. Okay. Three. Two, one, jobbing out. Not bad. Not bad. I was going to wrap by saying, and why do they spell parlor with a U? I don't get that either.